0: Hey guys, it's William from New Blood Rising Podcast. Before we get into today's show, we've got some interesting news, got some awesome news for you. RussellCrate.com now proudly supports the New Blood Rising Podcast when it comes to your wrestling accessory needs. Russell Crate is a subscription service for pro wrestling fans that includes items from Mattel, Funko, Fathead, Tops, and many more, while also featuring 100 percent exclusive Russell Crate t-shirts. You know the drill, you go there, you sign up, and each month you receive a package of wrestling awesomeness. For the month of June, if you sign up with WrestleCrate, you will receive an exclusive item from Penta, L0M, along with t-shirts, autographs, plus other wrestling collectibles. One lucky subscriber each month also wins tickets to a WWE live event in their area. Subscriptions start at as low as $14.99, and you can cancel at any time. And because you are a listener of the New Blood Rising podcast, if you enter the promo code Blood when you sign up, you will receive 10% off your first crate. That's NEWBLOOD, N-E-W-B-L-O-O-D. Remember, you have until June 18th to take advantage of this month's crate. Go over to WrestleCrate.com and take advantage of this offer. Remember, New Blood, 10% off your first crate. One of three. Okay, <laughs> hey, we're live. Out. Oh,
1: goddamn! <laughs> All right, guys, <laughs> welcome you, back. You it's... have half the brain. <laughs> I have half the brain that you
0: do. <laughs> Yo, Kev, you hear him saying that? <laughs> welcome back, guys. It's New Blood Rising podcast, episode number ninety-four. We're in season three, which means we're taking a look at ECW pay-per-views, and we're closing in on the end. Now we're at November to Remember, two thousand. I am William Rankin, joined by Jason Keesler. How's it going, folks? Charlie Seville. Covfefe. And Martin Dixon.
1: Uh, you stole my covfefe gag. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn it. I'm sorry, Martin.
0: <laughs> Sounds better coming from you. <laughs> as you guys know, New Blood Rising podcast. We are a part of the Questionable Endeavor Network, as well as 4CR Online, as well, where you can listen to a plethora of other podcasts. For example, um, the Raw Attitude podcast, which I'll be joining in a couple weeks for Highway to Hell SummerSlam Tuning Japanese, which Jason, you're going to be joining in a few weeks, correct? Yes, I am. So yes, we're, the, we're a part of. There are a lot of different shows, and um, I know they're. As a network, it's approaching one year. So there are going to be some other cool, hopefully, crossover-type episodes. There was an email sent out about it. And I'm hoping some of that really comes to fruition. There's some really cool topic ideas for the podcast hosts to kind of toss around. So we'll see how that comes together. But um, as we launch into this, like um, we're coming off of Anarchy Rules. So now we've um, got—I don't know. We're coming into some interesting territory. And it's kind of sad you know what i mean like because you can feel there's the a en- new
2: ecw like
0: dawning yeah under paul Heyman regime and it's just i don't know because we've come to the point now where they're obviously off tnn um because we're in november now and i think that was in september is when they were mm-hmm. officially off so we're gonna be getting into some very interesting over the next three shows november to remember mask on 34th street and then the final ecw prime pay-per-view um, guilty as charged 2001 There are a lot of interesting stories Colin who's been hitting the turf Has done a, has found a lot of good stuff You know I just remember
2: They were searching for a TV deal at the time And I remember they were recording uh, USA Network yeah. There was a show that used to come on USA Network Around 11 o'clock And it was hosted by this bald guy That claimed to love music His name was like Matt Pinhead or something I, 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 <coughs> I swear to god <laughs> And I'd have to look it up, but... They, they call me the Hellraiser. They would show clips of ECW on USA Network in between some of uh, oh, yeah, some yeah. of this, the music things, because that's the only reason I'd watch it, and I'm like, oh right. my God, this bald guy. You know. But I, that was the last thing that they uh, had on national television.
0: Yeah, that was it. But we still have a little bit left to go, so we're going to get started here with November to November 2000. Um, We're coming out, we're early November, November 5th, 2000. We're going to be in a great arena, the Odium, Mm -hmm. um, which is, it's technically, I think, Villa Park, but it's really pretty much roped into Chicago uh, for the most part, which, you know, is always a great crowd. But uh, as I was mentioning earlier, Colin has, as always, done a spectacular job. Uh, He wants to lead off, we have one... We have one major departure, uh, Scotty Anton. He was killed by Rob Van Dam after the Van Terminator. <laughs> he lives on in the promo package. <laughs> no Scotty, but uh, in, in truth, his last appearance was on a house show on October 13th when he was a guest on the Danger Zone with Louis Dangerously. He <laughs> what?
3: So they're
0: they're doing talk shows at house
4: shows. <laughs> that must be boring as hell for the people that paid good money to go to that
2: Friday morning titans (laughs) (laughs)
1: bizarrely WWE used to do that yeah Tuesday Tuesday, night um, titans um, no I have interview segments on house shows they had like Piper's Pit and shit like that
0: well, so you're going back into good the good old time because I, yep. I even in the 90s the brief because remember that period of time where WWF wasn't in South Carolina oh god yeah. were, but then they came like like it was like four years but but even when they did come I don't remember I remember the big deal because you were in Charleston so for there's a Hulk Hogan and 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 Brutus are going to take on the Beverly the Beverly Brothers, brothers. <laughs> yeah I still remember
2: Hogan's ten count punch from uh, sitting in the crowd like yeah get him suck it Blake. Uh,
0: uh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Scotty Anton last wrestled the previous night and defeated actually Michael Shane who would make a name for himself in TNA and was Shawn Michaels' cousin. I was about to say, oh, Shane, yeah, Michaels. That, <laughs> that. yeah, much- Shane Michaels. Yeah. He should have done that. Shane
2: Michaels.
0: Anton didn't do anything else of note before retiring due to injuries in 2009. The final episode of ECW on TNN aired days after <laughs> Anarchy Rules and with the exception of some promos at the end, it was just an Anarchy Rules show. Now, here's... <laughs> This, I'm so glad this is the head of the show, because this is remarkable. And some, and a couple of you guys may already know this. I don't know, but this was news to me. Most of this information is taken from a segment of the Jeremy Borash-produced Forever Hardcore documentary. Earlier in the day of this show, after taping their backstage segment where the Sinister Minister cuts a thanksgiving theme promo with Ma- uh, with Mikey, Mikey Hogtide that we're going to cover later, Mitchell and Mikey played out played about with the device that shot the fireballs. As the pair were driving, Mitchell kept shooting bigger fireballs, (laughs) each time using more flash paper than he should for the size of the device. Mitchell says that he had filled as much flash paper into the device as he could and was forcing it in with a toothbrush when the device exploded. Is this the finger thing? (laughs) Apparently, Mikey says Mitchell is still in character, Fuck, Mikey, this is no good. This is not good. As viscera from Mitchell's hand is all over Mikey's face and blood squirting out of his hand like a fountain, with one of his fingers being blown completely off. When he went for help, everyone thought it was a gimmick. When trying to clean up his hand, he discovered a hole in his abdominal that he could fit a finger in. As he is drunk and in shock, he thinks he is calm when ambulance staff are telling him to calm down as his heart rate was through the roof and he would die if he didn't calm down. He was hospitalized for eight to nine days, where he, where he would have to have his hands stitched back together. The ECW camera crew filmed a Mitchell being taken to the hospital, so some of this aired on TV after November to Remember. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. Yep. I've, I've seen an interview with uh, Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, where he does talk about this. Whoops.
3: And, <laughs>
4: Uh-oh. <laughs> did, did he just do his annoying laugh, like, ha, 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 it's not good, and then realize, ah, how do you not know you have a hole in your abdomen? He must have been in shock. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, that is a huge, if it's big enough to stick your finger in and, and <sighs> ugh. Ugh. Yeah, it's
0: unbelievable. Yeah. So, let's get into our show here. We fade in
1: on EC- the- Sorry, ECW really was the rock and roll of wrestling.
0: Oh, yeah, totally.
1: If guys, are, guys are just dicking around with pyrotechnics.
2: It's a very Spinal Tap kind of story. It but, really but, is. But wrestling related.
0: Oh, yeah. So, we fade in on the current ECW world champion, Dave Mustaine. I mean, Jerry Lynn. He, he, <laughs> I, if only he sounded like Dave Mustaine. That would make it... Well, it'd be a pretty boring promo. Oh. <laughs> you know, as he Lars started... Ulrich
2: can Kiss My <laughs> Ass. They woke me up and told me I was fired. (laughs) God, shut up!
1: Start, start singing the uh, the Crushum song that Goldberg had as a theme for about for about ten seconds.
2: Yeah, see, you know I wrote Phantom Lord.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, now with special guest Dave Mustaine. (laughs) We can
0: put that up there with, I'd rather blow my brains (laughs) (laughs)
1: out.
0: It's disinterested Dave Mustaine. So, um, Jerry Lynn cuts this promo about being a fighting champion and the title being in a double Jeopardy match, which we're going to get into is the most spectacular rules I've ever heard. I like, man, oh, we'll get it. Yeah. Uh, he mentions Credible, Carino, and the Sandman. He once again tells us that he is the ECW champion of the world.
2: Man, this is. I hate it, but at least it's memorable. <laughs> oh,
0: no. Remember,
2: he does it with his name? I'm Jerry Lynn. Well, well like when he does that, it's like, what the hell's that? But when he talks, he just sounds like an idiot. Just... <laughs> like, Jerry Lynn's voice is very
0: strange. It, it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, we go to Justin Credible and Francine, who have a little promo. Francine says that Credible can't have any of this, meaning her, unless he wins a title back. It's
4: so funny when that line comes up and she points to herself and Justin Credible's face is against the wall, because I swear <laughs> to God, he just goes, oh, like, not like excited <laughs> <at> all, either. <laughs> it's like, I'm, you're supposed to give me incentive to want to win this thing. It
0: becomes the, this yeah, Liz Estrada kind of thing, you know, was, from, like, like <laughs> the play. yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: He does the uh, the sideshow bob thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I, this um, I I love this. Then we cut to the Sandman who's like working on his taxes or something. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All the well, right I
2: love that he tells us how like what weapons are going to be in the match. There's gonna be
0: tables. Uh, there's gonna be like uh,
2: you've seen the show.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I will say I can't wait till we get to his promo a couple of shows from now where it's actually like the best Sandman promo mm-hmm. ever, because it's like really like this is what it is, folks. But uh I do love how he says he's not politically correct. And that that's what makes him a champion. Then he puts a cigarette like- on,
4: on his hand. Yeah. That's what does that have to do with PC? That's-
1: I know. I also, it's I like it's foreshadowing think- it's foreshadowing Sinister Minister.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, oh, totally. It, it is. <laughs> I like to think Sandman, all of Sandman's luggage is just various size coolers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would love it now. There's a Yeti cooler. He's like, oh my
0: god! Man, have you seen what he looks like now? Like, no. he He's still out there. He On lurks, the Indians? Yeah, I think he is. I mean, I've seen pictures see of the I've just seen the man. Is that right? Or Is that right, guys? Do you know if that's... Um,
1: I don't know, like, super... Like super recently, but yeah, I've I've seen like sort of in the last year. He's I've got seen his name. I know he's got barbed wire pretty much shows. tattooed all over him. Yep.
0: I know that's his look, and he he's, looks. He's like, back. He doesn't look fat either. Like he's like you know, a lot of these guys obviously you know packed on some weight over. There. He doesn't look out of shape. Right. Kind of. I don't know. He doesn't. Sa- go, he doesn't Sa- go Sa-Man the way of Gangrel.
1: Mm-hmm. No. Sandman did it in reverse. He started off fat. And then when we get to, like, WWE, CW, he's, like, quite lean.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Yeah. His, his, of all the guys, like, I would have thought, no way that guy's still working today. <laughs> no way. But, wrong, I am, I think. Um, now we go to Jack Victory. He tells Carino it's time for the promo. These guys are hilarious together. They really are. Like, I've grown to kind of, over these, these next few shows, i, I kind of like Jack Victory. Well, you know, this is man. the way I remember Jack Victory because the high spot High thing. spot. Yeah. That's... Which, whatever. I
2: mean, hey, get yourself... It's, little... it's his Jerry Lynn thing. <laughs> like, I don't care for
0: it, but I remember it. Carino's not really happy because Don Marie is late. Um, Victory flashes the high spot sign and says he knows his role. Carino makes sure Don Marie approves before he disapprovingly walks out. What the fuck? What as- the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> So with that being said, now let's go to our crowd, very vocal as always. Uh, Joey and Joel in the ring. Simon Diamond makes his way out, and he has a uh, he has a, a problem. problem. You know, and that's something. He wants to know how he can get his name mentioned in Swinger, uh, and of course, he mentioned Swinger is not there because his orbital bone is cracked. He's also proud he put Tommy Dreamer on the shelf, but not that Tom or not that Joey hasn't mentioned it yet. Joel says he has put Diamond over on television many times and compliments Diamond on everything, but says he can't remember his name, to which Diamond destroys him. Joey tries to make the save, but it's for not. Swinger Swinger tries to set up Gertner for the Pillman driver with a chair, but Tommy Dreamer makes an unbelievable beeline for the ring with some other entrance music to make the save.
2: Hey, can we talk about this entrance okay, music? Let's for talk a about second. This, this cut because here that
0: poor Sean Long got for us. It's
2: so yeah, right. So <laughs> we're not watching the original cut. This is a, this is more of a network version kind of. But this version of the song of Man in the Box is so close to the real thing. Why can't they just use Man in the Box? Isn't it just
0: like? What's the difference? I don't know. This is not. I don't know what company is doing this. Okay, because this isn't the network version. I mean, because you can
2: tell it's not man in the box, but it's close enough to where whoever this group is, they they had like
0: four songs. Oh man, (laughs) they only have like four songs they can use, and this like "Live in La Vida Loca" thing or whatever (laughs) it is. I don't know. For Tommy Dreamer, it's hilarious. (laughs) So. Um.
1: I'll I'll get this out of the way like now but this the version that Sean got for us of this show um the audio mixing is just fucked yeah particularly <laughs> as there's points where you can hear the original music under the dub <laughs> especially
2: when
0: we get to New Jack
2: and well, like there's I try no to watch commentary <laughs> I try to watch there's no commentary I try to watch
4: the crowd to see what they're mouthing <laughs> you
2: know I'm like I can't hear what they're hearing
4: <laughs> yep. best Best part is is like when they want to throw in some odd like commentary, you can hear the original stuff in the background. That's they tried to scratch it out or something. So it's just like he's here, and then there's thirty seconds of silence. It's like just, what yeah. the fuck is this? My favorite is um, when
2: there's some kind of move and it's like looks devastating, but you can't hear the wrestler hit the mat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know something's
0: wrong.
3: <laughs>
0: so. Um, we talk about the Pillman driver makes the uh, Tommy dreamer L- live in La vida loca makes the b line uh, but uh, he drop kicks a chair into diamond's face but then he is ambushed by CW Anderson who locks him in an armbar. York and Matthews hit the ring and the bell rings so um, I'm trying to see if there was anything about that orbital bone I think it was um, no I think because I was looking because a couple of these matches, Sean or uh, Colin doesn't have. There's not a whole lot there because clearly, by the way these matches come together on the show, doesn't look like there's a lot of build up to them, and that shows in the, what he had written here for it. But yeah, it was. I know Chetty had worked his way into this as well with these guys. Chris Chetty had, which we'll get to soon enough. But um, Jason, you're up first, sir. With we've got uh, York and Matthews versus Swinger and Diamond. Right. I can uh, I can barely tell the difference between Swinger oh. and. Matthews. That note, that's a Jason, you nailed it. That's the first note I have is like, I can't tell that like this is bad. Like somebody needs to change their tights or their hair or something. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's like, I get that they're you got a tag team, so you want them to kind of look similar. Um, but that's, that's all way too similar. Uh, and, and just this one, I mean, it wasn't a bad opener. Um, once you finally get to a match after five essential promos. Um, on the thing to start it off I mean it was, I don't have a lot of notes for the match itself because I'm, I'm laughing at the just how the background music I put it's like when you go to play and make your own wrestler and, and WWE games and there's the music that doesn't have a name so it's just BGM 2 um, how it just mutes all the commentary <laughs> remember, that we get.
2: Remember No Mercy with The Undertaker would come out to? They, they couldn't get American Badass. They didn't want to bother us with The Undertaker's real theme, so they gave him the Raw theme. Oh,
4: it's My favorite thing about the background music on the games now is that they have names, but they would be like Irish Patriot or Canadian Patriot or Japanese Patriot. There's like 12 different nations that you just get and it's the most stereotype music you can think of to go along with this that Brian Adams with guitar riffs <laughs>
1: the, the best one is islander patriot
4: which oh, is yeah. the,
1: the most stereotype. You, know, like, you like the kind of shit Kamala used to walk out to
4: it's heavy metal Kamala yeah it's it's pretty bad um i mean like i if it was a good match but i couldn't tell for a little bit who was beating up who um yeah. It's nice to see that the uh, the formulaic. Let's have Joel and and Joey in the ring, and something interrupts it. That it's not Cyrus for once, and that it still winds up with the same thing because this match doesn't have commentary. I would say for sixty percent of it, and then suddenly Cyrus is there. If it was going to be that way, why wasn't he there a lot mm-hmm. sooner? Um, I just give I give this match a four. Yeah,
0: yeah. The recap of the. Uh- when they show the recap, with because they, they, they can't play the music, when they show the recap of the match, it feels like an NWA-like highlight reel from the 80s. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the way it clips along with. Uh, Charlie, what you put for this? Uh, I'd give it a four also. I'd give it a
2: four. Uh, it's not just Swinger, York, and Matthews that, that I have an issue with. I still don't know which one is Christian York and which one is Joey Matthews. It takes a second. Take, yeah, it takes a bit. Um, there's a Hardee's chant. Yeah, I know it's that from the crowd. Um, Joel Gertner, I, I, it's so annoying. He's kind of become the Pete Rose of ECW, except instead of every like WrestleMania or, or whatever. He gets just ambushed every single show. So in our
0: super, like, pay-per-view card, we're going to have Kane destroy Joel
2: Gordon. <laughs> <laughs>
3: awesome.
2: Goes for the tombstone, can't do it. So, he just, so we just DDTs him. <laughs> uh, I love The Problem Solver. I yeah. think that's a cool movie. Oh, it's a cool movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Good cash. Doesn't he show up and right before this thing
0: ends? Yeah, he does. And yeah. You have CW Anderson in here too, so you have right because that
2: leads into the next match. So yeah, four, four out of ten.
0: Did you guys notice also Simon Diamond's looking a little loose in the gut? Like yes, he is looking a yep. little
2: loose. It, it's most noticeable back. when he's up against the turnbuckle. Yeah.
0: Just, oh god. <laughs> too much Pepsi. <laughs> too much yeah, Don no, not it. enough Don Murray. <laughs> so that gets worse because
1: I. I I know we're not touching it, but in the you know the TNA Hardcore Justice thing, oh. Simon Diamond is in the opener of that, That's right. and it's not a pretty sight. It, he wears his old gear, which oh. yeah, <laughs> he is falling out of.
0: Well, he's got a he definitely has a problem. Man. <laughs> I have a problem with blood sugar control.
4: So Martin, in the TNA thing where he comes out you know how he does his move where he goes and strokes his chin so how many of his chins does he stroke in the TNA
1: <laughs> about two or three
4: get your diabetes All right. checked
0: <laughs> alright
1: so
4: I'm, Wilford
0: Brimley. I'm Simon Diamond <laughs> if Wilford Brimley was his manager that would be awesome <laughs> by the time Wilford got to the ring the match would be over <laughs> he'd be an awesome well, where the hell were
2: you? I was in the back doing my laundry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was soaking in the cocoon in case
0: she needed help. Uh, Martin, would you give this?
1: Uh, I, I gave this a five for purely for existing. <laughs> um, there wasn't a lot to this. My notes don't particularly go any in depth, so I think it was just more white noise than anything else.
0: I'm right with you. It probably
1: means it wasn't bad, but... Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean it was fat I mean I thought the you know the fast action is awesome. The no commentary hurts it a bit. I will say okay. Cyrus he does and it on think, his own. I don't
1: think that was the dope.
2: Yeah, Cyrus does it on his own for like two minutes, and it's
0: pretty good. Yeah, I I, I like I like his calls. he's awesome. I really do. Listening to watching these shows in conjunction with that podcast, he is he's
2: way underrated.
0: underrated. He won the, like well he. That poll that WWE did, or that this poll, that one of those stories, like they did one of those Bleacher Report 20, whatever, 20 stars you forgot about, and he was number one. I never forgot about it. Because, like, you know, he calls <clears throat> New Japan now. Mm-hmm. over there. It's great. Um, all right, so that leads us into, all right, so Kid Cash, you know, hits a planche on everyone, which leads to the match now with C.W. Anderson. Joey gets on commentary and asks if Gertner needs, uh, uh, needs to be injured at every pay per view, which is a very—it's a good question to ask. Absolutely, because of the Pete Rose thing you guys are mm-hmm. talking about. So, uh, Charlie, I, this little this little shindig is is all yours. I really like this match. You do? Oh, I do. Nice.
2: I think these guys have a good chemistry, and um, I, it, I I couldn't help but think of the um, the comment Paul Heyman made about C W Anderson about a month ago when he kind of threw him under the bus as a, as a as a no talent. It's basically just a response to the, what CW Anderson was saying about Paul Heyman
3: yeah.
2: um, two months prior. But C, CW was good. I, that left mm-hmm. hand that he throws at Kid Cash, Jesus, like, that's a WMD. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but but these guys have a great chemistry. I love Kid Cash's aerial assault. Um, the standing superplex that he gives him. I think it's off the. Is it the second rope or the top like rope? That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. It's good. Like it looks really effective. Uh, so their styles match really
0: well. I'd give this a 7. 7. Nice. Mm-hmm. High mark there for it. Uh, Martin, how about you on this one?
1: Uh, it got a 7 from me. Again, just a fun little match. Um, I think there were far too many arm drags at the because my first note here is, arm drag city, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the, the problem- and then I go for a couple... Then I go off for a couple of lines about Joey talking about repeating angles, which is pretty fucking rich right now.
3: <laughs>
2: the problem with his arm drag thing and how, how he works the arm, he doesn't have a move that yeah. requires the arm to get hurt. That's what I don't understand. That's the only thing about his character I don't
4: like. Okay. It's just that... No, no, no. Uh, C.W. Yeah, let's just do a play on Arn Anderson. So Arn Anderson always worked the body part. Let's just do it. Yeah. Instead yeah. Of, but it doesn't lead to anything. His finisher is a spine buster.
1: Yeah, apart apart from that weird bit of dissonance, everything else was great. So mm-hmm. yeah, I gave it a seven as well.
4: Jason, how about you? Uh, you might as well use the format as toilet paper. Um, <laughs> one of that's the lot, first note I have on this because that's one of the lines that Cyrus uses. Because again, it's more like all oh, this chaos, and then he literally goes, "Is this any way to book a pay per view?" Um, I think that's funny. It's like wow, like Cyrus is literally speaking for us. He and Joey both with the comment about Joel getting beat up every time. Uh, There's a group of people at the ringside that have like 20 fucking signs. They had so many that they were spilling under the uh, security rail and onto the floor, um, which was cracking me up. And I'm with Charlie, the C.W. Anderson, I meant to bring it up last pay-per-view, his stalling suplex on the rope is freaking awesome. I don't know why someone isn't using that today, because that's impressive as all hell. Mm -hmm. Um, It
1: seems like a very Cesaro thing to do.
4: It, yes, does. You're, it does. You're absolutely right. Um, I got uh, really enthralled by the, I guess, the venue staff of of this place that are all just hanging out in front of the November to Remember <laughs> sign.
0: I, <laughs> what is this restaurant thing? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're just there. And
4: they're 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 all in matching kind of beige polos, and throughout the night, there's clearly one that. that Shifts and is always talking to the one girl that's with them.
3: Yep. <laughs>
4: um, he is trying hard. He's like, "Hey, is this getting you hot?" And she's like, "This is gross." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, in my head, he talks like the squeak, uh, the scratchy voice teen from The Simpsons. <laughs> hey, so, what do you think
3: about all the wrestling?
2: You like C.W. Anderson?
4: <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that out of shape, even though he's really strong, kind of balding guy getting you wet. Me too. Um, I, I mean, but the match itself, was it was really good. I liked the, the varying clash of styles with Kid Cash in the air and C.W. Anderson being more of a, a ground-and-pound guy. Um, I, I'd give it a six.
0: I'm actually coming in with a five. I don't like Kid Cash kicking out of the spine buster. It bothers me. It just bothers me. Like, like, And, and I don't like that Like, he's in this C.W. clearly some, like, they've got this Tommy Dreamer feud with him, right? Tommy Dreamer is he doesn't he's not supposed to win but he's supposed to be like the toughest guy in ECW it's this weird you know dichotomy they have where it's like he's the toughest guy there but you're probably going to be you know what I mean yeah. so it's like it, it it and I go back to when remember when the New Dangerous Alliance was basically like buried in one match by Kid Cash yep. so it's yeah. like man like <laughs> why do they keep having Kid Cash like destroy C.W. Anderson
3: <laughs> leave C.W. alone <laughs> leave him alone <laughs>
0: No, nah, but overall though, like um, the the what was neat was from the first match, the action really the momentum carried over. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty good at doing this for the most part, is like keeping up the momentum from one match to another. So you know, um, but solid all the way around. Both matches so far are pretty solid. So now, um, I, I like how they finally go to the opening video package after this. Oh yeah, which still includes RVD featured prominently, which is sad since we're not going to see him. But um, and they still keep his uh, Van Dammeinator to Bubba Ray Dudley. Yeah, in the video, they package. still keep. Yeah, uh, once again, our music is dreadful, generic crap. Is hot commodity makes its way to the ring with Elektra. <laughs> what is this? They look like male strippers. Like that really is it's, it at this point?
1: the The overdub music reminds me of like the kind of stuff you get at the the lower end of like a Matrix soundtrack. You know, the stuff that you don't listen to. Right, it's, like listen to the theme. You know, the fight scene music, and then there's like incidental music that you just don't give a shit about. That's the music they use.
0: They're coming down because you're going to see Hot Commodity, which is um, Easy Money, Julio De Niro, and the Confederate Warrior, Chris Hamrick, (laughs) (laughs) taking on the uh, the, the team. All
1: I've got in my head. Sorry, I've just got a banjo version of the Ultimate Warrior theme in my head. (laughs) (laughs) The
3: Confederate
1: Warrior.
4: Well, you know, with his his political views, he was pretty damn close.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so they're taking on Danny Doring, Roadkill, and it's supposed to be it was supposed to be Kid Cash, but Kid Cash was like, ah, hey, you know what? I got to catch the Red Eye. Get <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into the first match instead. <laughs> so um, I'm, you know, when I was looking through um, Collins notes here again, like there's there's not there. I'll go ahead and read him here real quick. Hardcore TV, October 21st. Rob Van Dam pinned Easy Money following a five star frog splash. Hardcore TV, October 28th. Spike Dudley saves Kid Cash from Julio De Niro and Chris Hamrick following the previously mentioned Kid Cash in Easy Money match. He hit an acid drop on De Niro with, uh, while uh, Hamrick, Ham, Chris Hamrick scattered. Later, via bathroom cam, Chris <laughs> Hamrick is mouthing <laughs> off at Spike in a bathroom about the earlier incident. Once again, we're back. <laughs> we're right back to where we belong in EZW. And wants to fight him. Spike smashes a bottle and asks Hamrick if he wants to go. <laughs> but <laughs> Hamrick runs away. That's so funny. He smashes a bottle. Is like you want to do this? Just what the what of, bottle of blood You're in the bathroom. That <laughs> was like a bottle of soap. <laughs> he took a bottle of dial and just smashed it. Yeah. Let's do it. And somehow it broke. <laughs> I've been on a golf course. <laughs> Uh, during a roadkill squash, uh, Chris Krueger and Phoenix with the Buggy Bang. These jobbers were graduates of Shawn Michaels Wrestling Academy, mm-hmm. but didn't do anything of note in their careers that I can find. Hardcore TV, November 4th, Spike Dudley pinned Chris Hamrick with an acid drop onto a chair in his return match. Post-match, Kid Cash saves Spike from a hot commodity beatdown. They overpower Cash, and before they try to hit Cash with the the Buggy Bang. Is that what it's called?
1: Yep. Is it, is it the Buggy Bang?
0: Sounds like yes. a move. Okay. No, no, it is. Okay. It is. I'm thinking of the buggy as the Amish part. Okay, right. gotcha. During roadkill, chase them off. Hot Commodity vs. During a roadkill is announced for November to remember. Well, of course, we were talking about Kid Cash. We're supposed to be in this. But now, uh, Martin, you, this is uh, this gem is all yours, sir.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, first off, I, I, Julio De Niro's name kept sort of resonated with me as well, like I'd heard it before and I found out he was actually on that pile of shit that was Heroes of Wrestling. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Under the name Julio Fantastico. (laughs) 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 he uh, He wrestled (laughs) two Cold Scorpio. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So, so even appearing on, like, latter-day, dying breath ECW cards was still an improvement for him. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um. yeah we've got the Matrix shit music for Spike oh yeah it's like
2: this
1: is something I, for, I forgot to check out I, I, I've got it in my notes but it, please by all means someone afterwards tell us there's a famous clip of a, a jobber in WWF in like ninety. Four, I think, or ninety-five, facing one, two, three, kid. We and yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hamrick does that bump here. I thought so too. <laughs> I wondered if it's if it's him, but I forgot to look it up. He does. Yeah, it's, he, he sails through the ropes, um... seemingly on accident, but purposefully to take a flat back bump to the floor. <laughs> it's...
2: Will sent me that clip about a month and a half ago through a text message. I about died laughing and I did some research on that guy It's not I don't think it's Chris Hamrick, but that was like a spot. He always did with and, and,
1: You know those those that moveset
2: those stupid spots that wrestlers like to take like like the other ones Del Rio's where he does a very similar thing where yeah, I hate that spot I was like what are you going for here or when X-Pac would do a Bronco Buster he'd miss but for some reason he'd crotch himself on the second turnbuckle like,
0: I mean, where he splits his butt open <laughs>
2: that's like <laughs> where are you going for his belly button <laughs> <laughs> what was the plan Wolfen yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah I, I hate this. Sandman he, Sandman has one too where he'll get whipped into the guardrail but instead of going into it he'll just flip do a can- <laughs> like do a do a fucking cannonball,
1: cannonball.
3: <laughs> yeah. uh. but anyway Wait, Greg, the
1: Ham- Greg the Hammer Valentine only had one bump which was just fall back flat on the back mm-hmm. no matter what the move was bulldog <laughs> <laughs>
4: takes a hurt her as a flat back bump yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, th- this is a good match, but again, I don't seem to have a lot of notes. So I think it was sort of very raw. Road. roadkill is still super over.
0: Yeah, we keep I, I saying that, and it's true. It's true. This and is he never cuts a promo. This is one of the. Th- it's amazing.
3: Yeah,
1: it's astounding how t- how popular he is. Not seemingly not by design. No. Um, I love the guy. I, yes. I don't know
2: what it is, but I get excited when he comes out. <clears throat>
1: um, adding spiking into the match gives everybody like some new energy. Again, there's just something about the guy. Um, I think it's because he's just so throwable. Every, <laughs> every everybody just loves to throw him around. Because um, there's like a triple team like heart attack I've got here. Is that the Lancaster Lariat? Yeah, call
0: it? that's right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Because I, I I write the moves as, as I know them, and then I get myself confused reading them They've got them back.
0: so many signatures, it's oh, yeah. unreal. The numbers. And Joey signatures. Styles has got them all memorized. He knows
2: them. Oh, the so Lancaster bad. Lariat of Lust. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
1: couple of paragraphs. Uh, couple of paragraphs. Couple of sentences on what on how Easy Money's gear is the absolute fucking worst. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Um. Reminds you of Zach Ryder when they remember. Oh they, yeah, they, the they one were, leg. They, they were yes. trying to figure out what to do with him, and, and, and yeah. All right, pal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, because uh, again, with Spike, it's like a Dudley Dog gets turned into a vicious powerbomb.
3: Yeah,
0: I just had a thought. So of the end. Vince McMahon and whoever that dude was from '94 is like, he's gonna, he's gonna fly through the middle rope and land on his back. He's oblivion. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing the the Darren Draw stuff thing, but with that guy and doing that bump.
2: <laughs>
1: Who was that
4: guy? In fact, he doesn't name it. He just calls it the thing. He's gonna do that the thing.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, but Martin,
4: go um, ahead. and
1: Continue. Yep, yeah, it's all right. Um. War on women continues. Electra gets the bear back. Oh, for now, for now, hilarious move, name. Um And then Spike Dudley foreshadows modern wrestling by hitting an RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> it's, it's an acid drop. Stiles literally. calls it, it
2: the it's, acid drop.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty much a, pro, a prototype RKO, mm-hmm. um, and that was that was easily the best bit of the match. It's hugely enjoyable, thanks to Roadkill. When he starts doing you know, doling out to black hole slams and diving out of the ring, you know, for a huge fat guy, that's incredibly impressive. So I actually gave this a seven.
0: Uh Jason, go ahead. Where are you at with this?
4: Um, I like that this group has a name. I was pretty impressed with the Hot Commodity. It works with their money it's a good theme. Name. That they've got going on. Um, Spike Dudley versus Chris Hendricks is the most realistic looking fight in the history of wrestling. (laughs) Those are two dudes I could see at a trailer park just going to town. Um, I was really scared for a little bit because with all the whole, what's going to happen? Kid Cash was supposed to be their partner. I'm sitting there going, this is going to turn out to be a new Jack match, isn't it? and New Jack is going to see the Confederate flag on the back of that dude's shirt and murder him. There's um, a target. Yeah, I was We're so worried. And, oh, no.
3: Oh, no.
4: Dump, <laughs> dump, dump. Dum. Woo!
3: Uh,
4: I, just, I, I was like, oh, thank God I'm wrong. Here comes Spike Dudley in khakis, um, which really was just, I don't know, off-putting to me. Um, that's, Easy the, Money.
1: De- that's the desert camouflage variant figure of Spike Dudley.
4: His jungle camo figure comes out next <laughs> month. Um, easy Money takes a very hard landing because um, he goes to do a, uh onto the floor dive just like everyone else move and someone moves out of the way and Easy Money lands on his back and his head. Uh, and that looked really, really, really painful. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as, as much shit as I just gave Chris Hendricks, that motherfucker's got moves. Like... It's crazy because that I mean, like he does not look like he has the body of of a wrestler at all. His arms are like the the skinny old inbred from Wrong Turn. Um, <laughs> just, I don't know. I just but where he goes and does that, they they have that spot where he jumps off of someone's of uh, uh, Easy Money shoulders who's sitting on the top turnbuckle spot and lands on people, and then some of his you know three quarter ring jumps. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he's getting into Rob Van Dam territory with that. Um, I mean, it's really, really fun to watch this guy. And as horrible as as easy money's look is now, it's going to be worse next month. But uh, is that? And I think the thing with me, Charlie, with Roadkill, and why I, I I like it you know how some wrestlers like Rock, they just over what's the word over pantomime uh, their move. The way he over pantomimes some of his simple stuff like his finger poke it's fantastic yeah um people really really get up to it uh i like the, the what was the so they go for a doomsday device essentially and they roll it up and to do the miss that was really neat um and i give this a six this was pretty fun um
0: my my lone comment, fun, albeit very out of control. This match is completely out of control for most of it. But um, I, I I was just max. I don't want to see Roadkill. I don't want to see Roadkill and Dory in this spot. And thankfully, they are going to get to do some really cool stuff coming up. This, one, I only gave a 4 out of 10. <laughs> what the hell? Um, so uh, What? Oh, go ahead.
2: Did you you your rating? I have not.
0: Oh, okay. Just, <laughs> this always happens. It That's happened all early right. on this time, so now I can.
2: It's so, This match is
0: alright. <laughs> um, like, Roadkill,
2: I, I always like I said, I always thought he looked like Curly, and then he starts doing an eye poke. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, there's that. <laughs> um, my favorite spot of the match, I really like easy money. Like he's 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 a fun guy to watch, but there's a part in the match where he I, there's no other way to say it. He does this move where he knocks somebody over the top rope, but he goes with him, and it looks like he power bombs himself to the <laughs> to the floor, and it looks like it hurt. <laughs> but I love Chris Hamrick's move, the Confederate Crunch.
0: <laughs> what a name!
2: Well, I like that. There's a Confederate well, Crunch and a Kryptonite Crunch.
1: <laughs> the world's most racist breakfast cereal.
0: I, I know. I was waiting for the captain. It, Where's the captain? It, it, turns,
1: it turns the milk whiter. <laughs>
3: wow done <laughs> that's it oh Jesus
2: um, Jason you pointed this out on Twitter and I-, I about died laughing when they announced it but Julio De Niro is from Treasure Island yes
3: <laughs> it's so <Yeah>. perfect <laughs>
2: oh god um, it's fun, but I, I didn't. I didn't honestly didn't care for it that much. I liked it more than you. I, I gave it a five.
0: Okay. <laughs> so we move out of this. We Rhino has found the camera for oh, a promo. God, he is gonna show New Jack how he fights.
2: <laughs> Rhino versus New Jack. How excited are you? I'm like, <laughs> eat it,
0: just, just eat it and like it. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Rhino says that New Jack's uh, chances are very fucking slim <laughs> I believe it <laughs> a ma- see I just when he keeps talking about being like in Detroit I want to see Rhino goring people in Detroit on the street I don't, I
1: don't, I don't remember it's Rhino Gull's Robocop <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I'll buy that for
4: Oh so didn't he use this exact promo in one of his campaign speeches We got my vote I don't remember exactly what led to his this line that he says
2: in the promo, but it's fucking gold. It? You're gonna have to shit your own face out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's the that's the only yeah, quote I've got, got there.
1: Your, yeah. Shove it down your throat. That's it, and you're gonna have to shit your own I, face I, I just, out. I, uh, the uh, way like
0: I just wanna imagine like behind the camera, Paul Lee's just doing the same thing right back oh, at Rhino. Oh, just trying oh. to get him to
2: And he keeps like pushing the cameraman back and forth, like to get that that
0: shield kind of camera angle.
2: Roman Reigns. <laughs> I was thinking
0: thing Jason always used to Dean Ambrose Seth Rollins. <laughs> Roman Reigns.
3: Because there's these sounds. just
0: then
4: With his triple power bomb, The rah rah rah.
0: That's,
4: this is real life. <laughs> Believe
2: belie that. Believe that. Oh shit.
1: We just created Rhino Reigns here.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Like, if Jason gets booed. Jason, you're the one who. Fa- I don't know who made that video, but, like, where Maurice, like, slaps Rhino, like, and just treating him like crap. And he has those flashbacks that when he destroyed the Sandwoman, he starts having those flashbacks. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't, don't mess do with it. this it's guy. WWF. <laughs> oh, man.
4: Oh, there, was, there
0: was a good one that was an
4: extended version because they have the look, because for a second, Rhino. Has the rhino look and does all the flashbacks, and then they cut back on the thing, because then he just hams it up where he's being all defeated, <laughs> puts his head down, and walks away. It's just like, oh, oh, it was beautiful.
0: So, yeah, we now go to the rink for, I mean, here we go. This is something I'm excited this for. Is, yes. Wow. We've we've come to this point. It is Chris Chetty with Louie Dangerously versus Nova in a loser-leaves-ECW match. Woo! Uh, Hardcore TV. October 14th, after the, after the previously mentioned York and Matthews vs. Diamond and Chetty match, Nova attacks Chetty in the aisleway, but when he tries to escape, York and Matthews throw Chetty in the ring. Before Nova can continue his attacks, Louis dangerously dresses ECW security, hits Nova in the back of the head with the cell phone. Hardcore TV October 28th, Simon Diamond pinned Nova after he hit him in the head with Louis cell phone. Nova attacked a security guy who turned out to be Chetty in disguise during the match, leading... To Louis entering the ring, Styles tells us Nova vs Chetty will happen in November to remember. Jason, he must have incredible insurance on his phone. He must have a like the the best deductible system ever. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Ah.
3: I'm
0: having flashbacks, man. Give me a minute. That's <laughs> <horrible>. <laughs> so this one is all yours, man. This is a, this is like this is the. I feel like there are a lot of times grudge matches thrown out there. Like this feels like there's. This is really personal. Yeah, I mean because. What, these guys have been a team for us since, like, the third pay-per-view we covered? Pretty much.
4: Has
3: it been that long? I
0: feel like it was at least beginning in 99, but it could go back to 98 as well. Um, just Or I think it might have been when Chetty shows up. Um,
4: Chris Chetty's voice does not match his body. It's another Dave Mustaine <laughs> kind of thing. Like, it is just, I don't know, it's, it's very shocking how it goes on. I really like how Nova is... Very very aggressive. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. he's more brawling. He's not being innovative at all.
1: Um, he's also really jacked.
4: Yeah, yeah, is like he's like, all right, it's my time um, to to go out there, and the triple pile driver. Yes, that he pulls mm-hmm. out. Like if you're in a grudge match and you're like, I think I'm going to try out a new move. You know, there's nothing cooler than dropping someone on their neck three times and within a two minute period um, to put that through. I would like how the Chetty is the one that initiates the loser leaves ECW, and, and Louie's like, no, don't do this. Yeah. Um, You're not that over. <laughs> no. <laughs> no dude. They're not going to care. <laughs> it's, um, but it goes through, and what's funny is throughout the match, Joey Styles keeps going, this is a loser leaves ECW match, and I, I'm not sure what might have been going on uh, in the other promotions around this time. But he goes, in ECW, we honor our stipulations. That's exactly why Chris Getty's back next month. Um but this that uh that was just they were really, really hamming up the loser leaves ECW bit, but it was still really cool to see these two go at it. Um I gave this a seven. Nice. Mm. I, I really like I mean, I really, really liked super aggressive
0: note. I, don't you guys like how they just gave up? Like whoever is producing this 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 version of the show just gave up. Just give him the ECW theme. We right. don't have yeah. something for this guy. Just give him the ECW. Theme. Nothing sounds don't like that, wah, song.
1: Wah, wah. <laughs> so. that da- Damn it, Jerry borrowed my Matrix Revolution CD. <laughs> I'm gonna have to.
0: <laughs> just I, I want to make one quick note before I shoot this to Charlie. Like I love how it really is like. He Nova treats Chetty like his Jason Voorhees because he's like he yells at him, Fucking die.
3: Like yeah. good
4: God Yeah, this this is a match where you take your opponent's blood and write die on your t- Yes. It yeah, really is. Exactly. Well they make a Joey Styles
2: makes a point of pointing out that Nova is basically getting the sting treatment in ECW of Oh, every tag team partner he's ever had's turned on him. Like Blue Maniac, did he turn on him? the like, ro- no, cops Got ro- hurt. <laughs> yeah. And Stevie Richards moved on. Um, Chris Chetty. Well,
1: per- perhaps that. Perhaps it was just more an emotional hurt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Chris Chetty does this weird spot where he goes face first into the guardrail. Oh my god. Yeah. It and it looked bad. Like and then because he's bleeding right after, and I don't think it was a blade job either. I mean, it was it's just a hard way. It's a hard way. Yeah. Not not the prettiest thing I've ever seen. Um, I think the match is very entertaining. It's it's very good, and I like this. Knowing what happens with ECW within the next couple of months, it's sad because it feels like Nova really could go on to something, and and because he's so over, like people love this guy, and for good reason. Um, I love I love the triple pile driver thing, uh, even though Chetty kind of loses his grip on Nova's legs, but Nova n- makes it work. Uh, I, I'm sad that we can't see the tidal wave anymore.
3: Yeah, you know, just like,
2: dude, count to eight. You're not kicking out of that shit. But uh, it's a good match. Uh, I would give it a seven.
0: Okay, Martin, where are you at with this?
1: Uh, I gave this a seven too. I can't really add much more to it, but it is it is fun to see a a new Nova. Almost, you know, like a, I mean, slightly refined gear, a bit more uh, aggressive style. Yeah, you got the feeling that. Yeah, you know, they hated each other. That's fine by me. That's mm-hmm. that's what you want from a match where guys supposedly hate each other. Do
0: I mean, you guys um, do you guys wish that uh, that Chetty came back under a mask and his name was Chet Christie? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> not right. This is right, Taz's second
2: cousin. <laughs> chat like weird science how you doing <laughs>
4: You're a big so. pile of shit
3: <laughs> sorry Martin go ahead buddy
1: no, I'd, I'd, I'd like the finish with the second rope kryptonite crunch not the world's most racist breakfast cereal <laughs> um,
2: turns your milk whiter <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm. uh huh <laughs> well, yeah, what it's... about you? What do you give
0: it? I don't think Martin's done. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs>
1: it's it's just fun. So yeah, just a seven, just to rate it. Right? <laughs> um,
0: I give this a six. I think they're the 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 physicality, like they achieve something that so many times we've we've really hit against, which is like in these matches where it should be like personal. Why are you locking up? Like. Mm. These guys really like treat it like they—they oh, they really look like they bought into what this type of match should be. It's just too many times that they're just moving too fast. They're out of control. Sort of like the other matches too, where it's just like, "God dang man, just just slow it." Hey, hey, hey! It ain't gotta be sexual. Just make it sensual right now, God <laughs> dang a, it's it!
2: It's not a sprint; it's
4: a marathon.
0: Uh, exactly. <laughs> All right. So, but yeah, was, uh, overall, though like in a. I'm glad Nova was we went over so we get to see him a little bit longer. Not that this stipulation really means anything we know. From, <laughs> no one really gets held to it. But unbelievably now. Wait, has everyone given their rating? Jason, two yep. you to do yours? Everyone. Yes, did a seven. Yeah, Thank you. Well, I just want to make sure I didn't do the same thing again. Good. All right unbelievably now, we go backstage where New Jack is behind a fence backstage I'd get used to that sort (laughs) of (laughs) view I almost tweeted it he he has his sunglasses on like an asshole and says that Rhino should have killed him Stephen King couldn't have dreamed this he says he has a fucking sickle in his hand Then saying he's going to use this he also says he's going to use the TV title to get his car fixed, get sexual favors from a hooker, and gamble. How are how are you going to knuckle up when he... I, I don't... I, I have a problem when he keeps talking about knuckling up and all he's talking about doing is using weapons. Where it's like, if you're really that tough, like just go out there and fist fight him. Just just it's, kick his ass. Yeah, exactly. Instead, it's like, no, I'm going to pull out a blade and I'm going to cut you up. And then go use his title. Like... I don't know how... He thinks that TV title is going to get him pretty far with all the things that he's talking about He knows doing. they're not on TV anymore. Right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's
4: great is, like you were saying, I had that down where he's like, well, I'm going to get some car parts, and I'm going to get a hooker, and I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm like, does he not understand how trade works and Barter? It's like, well, I'm going to give you this belt for this muffler. He's fitting great in the, the current
0: administration. administration. No, I knew
3: you were going to I was like, no, I won't say it. <clears throat> We're like pulling he, out of the Paris Accords. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he refers
4: to the spear as that little move. That little move. Like, that's really the most wrestling part of this whole promo. Um yes. and I was like, that's pretty cool. He's just kind of like trying to demean the gore. That's I'm pretty just awesome.
2: Kind of blown away that New Jack's fighting for a title. Yeah, yeah. Like, we've come to this point. Oh no! Yeah.
1: <laughs> so this in, this is indeed a disturbing universe. <laughs> well, building
0: so we go back. Now we go back to the ring where it, unfortunately it was, only, it was only a matter of time before, <laughs> before Balls Mahoney found another time to use this type of match. Rest his God, rest his soul. But uh, we have DeBaldi's verse taking on the electrifying combination of Chili Willie and Balls Mahoney in a flaming tables match. Alright, so Hardcore TV, October seventh. RVD and Kid Cash beat Debaldis following a Hearn Kenrana by Cash from one turnbuckle into a five star frog splash by Van Dam from another. Good double team. That sounds awesome. Yep. Um, Hardcore TV October twenty first following a Balls Mahoney versus Tajiri match. The Debaldis attack Balls and Balls and Chili Willy, but are quickly laid out with chair shots. Balls gets a table, covers it in lighter fluid, but DeBaldi's recover before he can set it on fire. Instead, Balls gets powerbound through a flaming table again. After all the flaming tables he was put through by the Dudleys in 1999, you would think Balls would have learned to stop setting tables on fire, as he always is the one going through them. Colin, you're exactly right. October 14th, a brief clip of DeBaldi's attacking Chili Willy backstage is broken up by Red Dog, the future <laughs> Rodney Mac. <laughs>
3: oh no! <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Red Dog. <laughs>
0: What an awesome name! <laughs> the the show opens with Balls Mahoney power bombing the protege through a flaming table while Chili Willy looks on. <laughs> <I> Proof. <approve>. What <laughs> a great sentence. <laughs> we are not given any backstory or reason as to why they are putting a woman through a flaming table. Don't need it. These <laughs>
3: dumb <laughs> It's extreme. <laughs>
4: How dare you have a woman only screening of Wonder Woman and not invite us?
1: <laughs> Fuck you, Draft House. <laughs> Was ECW perhaps trying to uh convey story through mise-en-scène? Oh <laughs>
0: God damn it.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That became a social podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about
1: list of
0: strata. I know. This sick. thing's awesome. <laughs> it's all over the place. Bob Richmond would be dying over Bob this. <laughs> <laughs> Have
3: James you seen James this review of my play?
0: James, the Limey Rose.
4: James Robert, James Moore. Lipton. Inside the actor studio with wrestlers. <laughs> and <laughs> what were you thinking?
0: Inside the wrestler Shitting studio.
4: studio.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um so, <laughs> so now when it, you fought Jerry Lawler. In the Kiss My Foot match. <laughs> I, I would lo- love to hear Terry Funk interviewed about the empty arena match in Memphis. <laughs> where Jerry Lawler walks out with his crown and his... And, Jerry, and Terry Funk starts laughing at him because it's so ridiculous that he show seen? up to an empty arena match and his wrestling gear. <laughs> anyway, alright. So, Charles, I believe this one's yours. Oh, thank God.
2: Um... Special shout-out to the, uh, I believe it was Colin who pointed it out, Chili Balls. Should be the team name. Um, uh, or Willian Balls. Like, I, I like that one, too. Uh, this match is not good, but it's so entertaining because they go to the crowd, and then they go uh, into the stands, and the camera crew do their absolute best. But there is a point where I just think that they went, uh, you know what, we'll just wait for you guys. Because the camera crew just gives up and it just goes to the hard cam because they can't find him. Just let's wait for him. Like we have no idea what happened. Like for some of that match, Um, powerbomb through a flaming table, which actually looks pretty good, and Angel is on fire for a second, which no no loss there. (laughs) It's cool to see Balls Mahoney actually put somebody through a flaming table. Finally, and Joey Styles does point out that it's ridiculous that Chilly Willy would into a flaming tables match with no shirt on even if it's not planned for him to go through a table you never know what's going to happen so it's a little ridiculous but um the match itself
0: i give it a four all right so now um martin what you think
1: this wasn't good (laughs) i think it was the crowd brawling thing just kind of took me out of it Uh, i felt like as a televisual viewer I, I I wasn't getting the most out of this. Yeah, like Charlie said when the camera crew just give up and then they just kind of appear again. The
0: the the crowd is like we can't they start chanting we, can't, handing, see we shit. can't see shit. So, like, oh, well, yeah. we'll move this under the crowd then. <laughs> good good solution.
1: Um the visual of guys getting powerbomb through flaming tables is always spectacular. But I don't know, there's just something about this. I just gave it a four as well. It's good for what it is but what it is is kind (laughs) of (laughs) shit
4: jason how about you um oddly enough this is one of the matches i have the most notes for um i just put down like you know when balls and chili come out like the first notice has i don't think chili's going through that table yeah just like that's a dead giveaway um, where you guys were talking about how they just gave up in the crowd, you can hear a cameraman say at one point, get out of my way, I've got a job to do here.
1: Oh. <laughs> yes, I, I, I heard forgot to too. write that down.
4: <laughs> Very audible cameraman in this uh, particular match, too. Um, one thing I think is really stupid, uh, well, one thing, there's a lot, but Cyrus keeps saying that the Baldies benefit by staying away from the flaming table. Isn't that how you're supposed to win the match? <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: <laughs> So I mean, it's like the Baldies benefit by making this match go on forever. No one benefits from that, man. No one. <laughs> um, the at the time when they're kind of fighting in the entry ramp, there's a we want tables chant going on and there's like this really standout loud high-pitched voice saying it. and I'm like oh this cameraman's right on a kid it's that cameraman because as he's going up and down the aisle and it's a pretty lengthy entryway you can hear the same voice and he's giggling I think like this cameraman's either g- getting into it or the people that did the shitty job dubbing put themselves in the in the pay-per-view I don't know I mean because it's like we want tables <laughs> we want like it's like okay um the fuck if I'm taking a powerbomb on concrete via Mm. through some chair. Like, especially not from the Baldies. The Baldies are like the New Jack version of a tag team. They don't care what they do to the people they are in the ring with Um What's really funny is all of that, that whole match, the way all the brawling and and some of the moves, and Balls Mahoney has a lighter in his pocket. Yeah. It just cracked me up where he goes, all that, and he pulls it out. That was a big-ass
0: fire. Like, that was a Big ass.
3: So oh, like they whole, spray it, that table. It's a whole
0: bottle of Ronson. Yeah. <laughs> so they enter- <laughs> empty on them.
2: I'm amazed at how fast that the flames go out after the power bomb hits.
4: Yeah, because it. I thought like, uh oh, this is gonna be bad. Um, I'm kind of in line with everyone else. I gave this a four.
0: Four? huh? Okay. Cool. I gave it a two. I hated this. <laughs> I thought this was terrible. And I just I was just like on the ten. Low ball. I I I I just wrote or. Are the Baldies done yet? I know. Like, what else can they do now? Like, y- y- you lost the balls in the match. He's like Undertaker loses all the time. You know what I mean? Where Undertaker <laughs> just blows own gimmick matches. Like, oops, <laughs> didn't come to play today. I need Close. a new gimmick match. <laughs> <laughs> so, it it's just like you said, Mark. Once you go out to the crowd with these ECW shows, once they do that, I just feel like the um, I feel like I'm taken out of the match completely. It just doesn't do it. All right, so backstage now. Sinister Minister and a less-than-enthused Tajiri. Minister talks the TV title and the world title matches before hyping the carnucopia of carnage that will take place between Mikey and Tajiri and the FBI. Then we see Mikey hogtied for a roast. Tajiri is scared.
1: Tajiri is also thankful for potatoes.
0: Yes, he's... (laughs) Working those potatoes,
4: man. What didn't seem weird? Didn't this seem like this should have been at the beginning of the pay per view? Yes, kind
0: of. Yes, it does. I agree. Yeah, totally. It should have been at the beginning because he's talk he- for whatever reason. He loves to talk about all the other matches that are on the card as well. Like he's he's really he's really good at trying <laughs> he's to like the, the actor work. who knows everyone else's lines. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh no no no! You're supposed to say this. What? Is he
4: oh, he's just one of those. Games? I'm
1: paying attention. Look look see. <laughs> So now we've come to
0: a seminal moment here on this card. It is now time for the ECW TV title match between the champion Rhino and the uh, and New Jack. So the number one contender, I guess. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so uh,
1: I believe that I believe that was his official title at that time.
0: <laughs> Martin, this this right, let's before I guess before we all right, let's do the backstory here a little bit. ECW on TNN, October sixth. New Jack promo where he tells Francine, Just Incredible, and Rhino. He's going to make them his bitches and wear what he wants. He thinks Rhino... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to wear makeup, Mom. <laughs> he, he thinks Rhino will look good in a dress. Hardcore TV October 14th. New Jack pinned Justin Incredible with the 187 chair shot. My God. Hardcore TV... <laughs> the
4: 187 chair... <laughs>
0: Hardcore TV, October 21st. Rhino pinned the prodigy in about 30 seconds to retain the TV title following a gore and a pile driver. The whole Uh, band? Yeah, the whole band.
4: (laughs) It's pretty impressive for only 30 seconds. There's like 12 of them. Post-match,
0: he gores the ref before Cyrus gives him a table to put the ref through. Hardcore TV, October 28th. Rhino saves Justin Credible from a new jack attack with a sickle with a gore. Hardcore TV November 4th, New Jack barges into the locker room of Steve Carino and cuts a promo. He tells us he can't stand Carino, Victory, or Don Marie. He calls Don Marie. I like how you wrote Dan Marie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dan. Hey, they call. It, he, oh, this is terrible. He calls Don Marie a retard and about. <laughs> <laughs> got her! And about chili sauce's blood starts pouring down his head. I don't understand. What? Uh, after
3: Chill.
0: two... <laughs> That's where he keeps it, huh? <laughs> uh, after two years, Don Marie has no idea what New Jack's name is. New Jack and Steve Carino beat Justin Credible and Rhino in an extreme death match. Both New Jack and Carino <laughs> pinned <laughs> Rhino after a super kick into a 187 chair shot. Post-match, <laughs> Rhino gored New Jack through a table. <laughs> It's, so this 187
4: chair shot, yeah, being is as it? a named
0: chair shot, I does he do it, gun things? or something in <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> He just makes them watch that Samuel L. Jackson movie and then
3: hits them <laughs> no, with not a chair. That. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so so Sam Martin, you get Rhino and his awesome John Carpenter music.
1: <sighs> yes. <laughs> there's one time where they dubbed the theme kind of works. First up, my blood ran cold as this match approached because I thought, oh shit, they're going to have to dub New Jack's theme for the entire match. And it fucking sucks.
0: Yes. Because job, Jerry. There are no
2: ring mat sounds
1: whatsoever. Nothing. Nothing. It plays in silence, apart from what, what I can only describe as like a rap version of the ECW. It thing. is. It's this
0: hip hop version. I thought it was like okay. I give you props. You at least tried to do something with this. Okay. Anyway.
1: <laughs> also, why does New Jack have a pacifier in his dude, mouth when he walks out? Dude,
2: I remember. Uh, I wrote that too. Um, oh my. There was a. This came out what 2000. So I was yep. in junior yep. high. Lots of black people did this. They had pacifiers in their mouths. I I don't understand it. I don't know what it means. But I remember they made it a rule in school for them to not w- have pacifiers in their mouths.
0: Probably anybody. I'm sure it's what they said. Nobody.
3: Well, knows.
2: sure,
0: they're not going to go. You know what? <laughs> you know what my problem is. <laughs> Principal Chris Hendricks doesn't like
1: that. <laughs> Every day in the cafeteria, Confederate crunch. Yeah, and,
2: they, and, they, and Joy Styles actually points out the pacifier. I, I don't. they they say something about an oral fixation
0: I don't know (laughs) I I carry one in my pocket because I always have to have one for buy it but I have no desire to put it in my mouth that's gross that's disgusting yes
1: anyway Um, (laughs) why is Rhino having to sell for New Jack because this is pretty much New Jack breaks weapons over Rhino and then Rhino hits a door through a table and that's pretty much it. Um, this fucking sucks. <laughs> this, it, I've just got that in my notes. It's okay. not good, yeah. and it's not Rhino's fault. Um, I could only really give this like a two at best wow. because New Jack, because New Jack gets gold through a table at the end. Okay, okay. Which just coming which, out inspired. to be honest, I, I think might be my autobiography title. <laughs>
0: Mark's so I, coming I off do, the top rope there's, with this
1: one. <laughs> there's, there's no part of the sentence, New Jack gets gold through a table, that I don't love.
0: <laughs> Jason, how about you? Are, are you Do you feel similar? Um, Close. I,
4: You know, I like my numbers. I went through, Rhino has zero offense for the first three minutes of this match. He gets two moves in, and then gets beat down again for the rest, of, like, for a whole other minute. It's, it is just, watch New Jack hit Rhino with this thing, um, until Rhino has enough bullshit and ends this match real quick, um, I, I don't. At some point, the ref attacks New Jack. Yeah, I don't know if New Jack pulled out something that he really shouldn't have. and The ref's like, "Oh fuck," which is a brave ref. God rest his soul. Um, the cool thing about this, though, as, as with this match, is the edit music that they play during the slow replay made this come across as an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, I'm with Martin. Like, I, I give this a two strictly for the we get New Jack go through a table. It, this wasn't what I wanted. I was wanting, like, a lot. I mean, I, I hate to say it. It's just, like, I wanted to see New Jack get his ass kicked because he always beats the shit out of people with weapons. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see someone really take it to him. And Rhino is the perfect guy to do it because he is just, he's like, where they named him a team, he's a fucking war machine. And you didn't get that. And so this just really sucked.
0: You agree, Charles?
2: Absolutely not. I loved this. I really do. This is New Jack's best match. <laughs> this is the best thing I've <laughs> ever seen him do. I love the referee stuff. Isn't that the Crooked Ref?
0: Yes. Yeah. I think it is. Um, I thought the same thing, too. Because they don't—they don't—I don't—do they really call him out as— No, they don't.
2: But this is a weird thing with the refs in the ECW. Some of them wear the black shirt. Some of them wear stripes. I don't understand. You what hey, come on, rookie. You <laughs> get to
3: run a real show, you rookie.
2: But I, I was worried for Rhino. I actually wrote "Poor Man Beast" uh, because <laughs> I, I honestly thought he was going to get messed up I'd in this match. <laughs> right? I'll power myself. I'll <laughs> myself over the top rope. No, it's it's very entertaining. I I loved it. Uh, one thing I have a problem with though, if if they can, this this is in regards to New Jack's music that plays through the match. If they could pipe in that bullshit fake uh, new jack music through the entire match couldn't they have easily just removed the music altogether
3: yeah
0: i'm wondering like how cheap this production this post-production company is like okay you know what i mean like well
2: how well then i start thinking how many audio um tracks do they have for these master recordings that's what i'm wondering because like obviously is it WWE, just two
0: like is able to
2: yeah they have multiple yeah, but so ECW it just seems like commentary is one yeah. and then everything that happens in that arena is two and that's it right so because like I said with the mats being muted uh, f- through uh, these re-edits I mean it's it's hard to watch that stuff but no I love seeing Rhino take it to him I really did like when he gored through that table it's like fuck yeah
0: got the three didn't lose the title I give this a seven I have the exact same rating I have seven Here, <laughs> I'm serious you know why it never leaves the ring and that's right she's awesome yeah it, he act, it's I also like that short mm-hmm. it is not long uh, and I think it's I think it's great though that New Jack gets enough of that garbage in that he normally does to which like you know when he sets up for the guitar that should be the this is that should be yeah, his he, 187 move hits is him that, the guitar you know? yeah him. but that, that's what's awesome mm-hmm. the look on if nothing else the, the best thing New Jack ever does in his career is the way he sells when new, when Rhino doesn't doesn't get hurt by that guitar because he looks like oh shit
3: and right. then,
0: bam he's destroyed it's, over. it's I, I I like they were pretty smart how they put this together I think because if this would have become every other New Jack match where we go to the outside we spend like a billion hours in the crowd once again we're lost because clearly they didn't know what they were doing in the tables match right and Inevitably, we have to do that that garbage balcony spot. It's going to take us another five minutes to get back to the ring. They could have really risked hurting Rhino Yeah,
3: doing of course. this, and they're
0: clearly like hot shotting him. Oh
3: yeah, totally. and he is a monster.
0: Totally. totally. Yeah. It it was. Uh, it, it's funny that it ends up being this. So Rhino retains. Everybody's or is everybody everybody's coming? in. Okay, good.
2: By the way, real quick, Martin, what did you give the Baldies match? Oh, uh... I don't think I ever heard it. I'll fall. I got it.
0: So, um, (laughs) there's something to be said, though, after this. And uh, I got a little music cue for us here. So, um, oh, dear. This is actually our last time getting to see New Jack. This is the last time we get to see New (laughs) Jack. Massacre on 34th Street would be New Jack's last appearance in ECW, though it's only a pre-match against Angel. That would later show on hardcore TV. As mentioned at Living Dangerously, he would go on to P- XPW to continue his beef with Vic Grimes and would work various indies. He showed up in the early days of TNA and the Hard Ten tournament, forming a stable with Sandman and Perry Saturn, and appearing in strange skits playing games with Sharkboy. In October 2003, New Jack was in a memorable hardcore match with longtime wrestler Gypsy Joe. Joe was continuously no-selling New Jack. New Jack also states on a shoot interview that Joe headbutted him in the nose. This caused New Jack to legitimately attack the sexagenarian with a chain, a framed picture of his aunt, a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire, and several other weapons. Before the match, Jack met Gypsy Joe and went to the booker of the show and asked exactly "What what was I supposed to do with Joe. Joe was told Gypsy Joe is as tough as leather and Jack replied that he was not going to lose dollar value from this match and will not have either a comedy or a gimmick match and told the booker he will kill Gypsy Joe in the hardcore match. In October 2004 New Jack wrestling for Thunder Wrestling Federation was scheduled to fight fellow wrestler William Jason Lane. During the match New Jack pulled out a (laughs) pulled out a metal blade from his camouflage wrestling attire and stabbed Lane nine times.
3: Fucking hell.
0: This action caused New Jack to receive various felony charges, including for, 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 for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and aggravated assault to commit murder. New Jack claims that the two met prior to the match and agreed to use a piece of metal to inflict injury. Despite this, a police officer. Who is recording the incident stated that it never looked like it went past a routine wrestling match. The promoter of the event, Mr. Maurice Williams, claims the event was never intended to be hardcore. New Jack has claimed that he was only sta- he only stabbed Lane nine times. After returning for a few years, he was still wrestling and was in a relationship with Terry Runnels. He made his last noteworthy wrestling appearance at the TNA ECW reunion show in 2010 and seems to have appeared on The Daily Show in 2013 in the segment called Stay Out of School. Goodbye, New Jack. We will miss you forever.
2: It's a measure of a man.
4: I'm glad you did that. I was very close to doing that. Um. Okay, so...
1: Ball's that a lot Mahoney. to unpack there.
4: Yeah, it is. So, Balls Mahoney accidentally breaks a kid's neck at, at, or something at a... Amateur wrestling event, and he's banned from going near high school gyms. New Jack has gone to murder people multiple times and still gets booked.
1: That's wrestling. <clears throat> it, it, can, it, can I retroactively go back throughout the podcast and mark all, all New Jack matches as just one star? Martin,
0: I think you already did. I don't think you <laughs> Yeah, I think you did it in the first place.
3: <laughs>
0: oh my god. Well, that song's ruined.
3: <laughs>
4: so, oh, well, before we move, since it was New Jack's last match, um, what's real fun to do is to go back and watch New Jack matches and put your own music above it. And so I stepped for fun and I watched the New Jack match with the Star Trek original series fight song
2: from Himmick Time <laughs> above it, Very the Amon,
4: and it really takes it to another level. It is fantastic. I recommend everyone do it. Um, that was going to be my sign off to to New Jack, and then Will brought out the Elton John, so I got a little tear in my eye. It's I have
2: mixed emotions. I know like,
4: <laughs> that song gets me,
2: but <laughs> New Jack doesn't.
0: Well, you hope. New I Jack mean, does. have we ever inca- in the we're in season three we have yet to encounter an anomaly such as the New Jack. <laughs> like like oh, just, you can, the <laughs> like cuz you're the you wo- it, Will. <laughs> do, do your razor back with new <laughs> the thing that's just such an anomaly about this man is that we're watching this and it's deplorable but the crowds love him it up. they love everything he did and i think it's truly a testament that like these shows were a completely different animal if you were there if you were there in the middle of the time <laughs> In the late the mid to late 90s in south philadelphia where a young black man rose to fame and stardom and, and he did it his way <laughs> i did it my way a wrist lock wouldn't have been enough for mr jackson
3: no
0: unless it was handcuffs Can you guys imagine real quick though i was thinking about this when i was walking the dogs i was like god dang I was like, can you imagine if the Undertaker <laughs> at Highway to Hell decided, like, you know what? I'm gonna join the corporation, and he put on this suit. If the Undertaker <laughs> became a corporate Undertaker,
1: <laughs> that would be so much fun. Take a joint. Take a Right to censor. Uh.
4: <laughs> so, what would his uh, what would his right to censor name be?
1: Underwriter.
0: I would it's going to be awesome he went, I'm Mark Calloway now. He, he dumps the name
3: completely. Like,
4: yeah. Yeah, I'm Mark Calloway. Meager Mark Galloway. Meager.
0: Meager. <laughs> well, no more New Jack as the Highlander jokes.
4: No, it's no. over.
0: We've reached the end of New Jack. Yeah,
2: because we will not see him in the WWE no, iteration.
0: No, no, I
4: can oh. only imagine. That would have been horrible. Oh, my. He, he was had to wrestle. He's,
2: he's
1: not supposed imagine.
0: He would have Can you a imagine
1: a backstage segment between Vince and New Jack?
0: He would struggle, and this is a New Gen project reference here. He would have struggled in the Buff Bagwell Lex Luger chin lock match.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds enthralling.
4: The fun thing about the invasion is, as the various wrestlers start showing up, and someone's like New Jack is like beating the shit out of someone in the back, and they go, "He's not supposed to be there." I would believe it.
3: Yeah, he's not supposed to be there.
4: I would truly believe he bought a ticket.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the one time that they would use that and I would believe it. Yeah, and and you know how they usually buy tickets and they're in the front row for some reason? Like he bought a ticket, he's in the front Now New Jack be up in the stands. And he's like, "Yeah, I got yeah, it." He doing
4: <laughs> shit. Just dive. Here. And did you say during your reading that he had a relationship with Terry Reynolds? Yeah. Yeah, he did. did. Mhm. And what an eclectic taste that woman has. Yes.
1: Yeah. From gold dust to New Jack.
4: Yeah. I never trusted that woman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: New Jack, we hardly knew ye. <laughs> <laughs> so long. A new Jackson will always live in fond what-if memory. <laughs> Good night, sweet prince.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so I am immortal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I, I missed now the opportunity to go for the quickening head, uh, chair shot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's I know the everything. One
0: Sword beheading. <laughs> so, um, We now go backstage where Steve Carino has found Sandman's locker room. Victory is holding the door shut as Carino opens up one of of the beers. Sandman comes through the other door in the room. (laughs) Sandman is not happy with this and begins to attack. Victory tells the cameraman to get out, but he's got the door blocked, (laughs) so he can't leave. It's awful. (laughs) This is hilarious, though. Well, Doesn't
2: uh, doesn't is. Carino throw a beer can at Sandman two feet
4: away and miss? Yeah.
1: It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that kind of works for Carino, though.
4: <laughs> I like where Sandman's like, what the hell are you doing? And Carino's just sitting there pouring the beer in the trash. He goes, I'm uh, I'm a... Uh, and then he throws... He's like the the old crooks in the old Superman TV show. He's like shooting Sandman six bullets with beer. And
0: it doesn't work, so I'll just throw the can at him. Yeah. There's, it, it's... It's kind of funny, like I, I. It's weird of Carino's like descend, like descending into like he, he was tr- he was organically becoming face, mm-hmm. and it still is kind of, but he's kind of pulling back to like it's almost a tweener. Yeah, he's trying to like pull back to his older character as well.
2: Well, y- you pointed out uh, how much you like the promos with Jack Victory. I thought they're all right, and they're all right. My only issue with them is that they've kind of, I think they rely too much on comedy and they take away from some of That's Steve Carino's true. more intellectual promos like I would even hook your leg out of respect Like he used to say these really intelligent things and uh-huh. now it's just like going for comedy But which is fine, you gotta expand your
0: character but I-, I miss that smart Steve Carino yeah so Jason, that leads us now to our world tag team title match it's the FBI defending against Tajiri and Mikey Whitbreck. yay um <laughs>
4: Just, uh, Tony Marmaluk is a clingy motherfucker. Like he is scrappy as all hell. And isn't this mm. Tony Marinara? Yes. From our our brief appearance with him in first season, I was very tired when I wrote the note because it says, "Isn't this Tony Marmalad?" <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> Wrestler Tony Marmalad. <laughs> um,
4: thank you, Martin. But that nah, was a. Uh, There's a a really really good chain wrestling between Tajiri and. And Guido, but, I mean, this is, like, the billionth time they've wrestled. Yeah, it loses Um, its luster. It really, I mean, it it really, really does. And it's about to get even worse. Um, I was a little confused for a little bit if this whole spot with uh, Mikey was legit, where he goes for the double whip-wreck and hurts his shoulder, because one of the medics is in a lab coat, Um. I was like, I, is he
1: from the meth lab backstage?
4: I don't know. He's been hanging out with Chris Hendricks. Um, but <laughs> because I didn't know that Super Crazy was back and and everything here, um, which is great, but because and I just got where walls can't stop luchadors. Because um, I mean, like this whole bit about him getting deported and the fact that they harp on it a lot um, was pretty ballsy. Uh, but it's still here we go. Like so, we wind up with another combination of Guido super crazy into jerry again uh, a significant example of laws and diminishing returns like jerry goes for his uh, spring handspring elbow and someone finally figures out how to counter it and then immediately forgets two seconds later when he does it again um i did like crazy holding tony into the hangman and then jerry doing the baseball slide to that spot yep. that was really really cool um when they start to go into the crowd where no one's going to be able to see everyone, there's some very brave and dumbass fan yelling, you fat fuck, right into Sal's face. <laughs> uh, which is not Cle- good. Clearly
1: that, that man had grown tired of living.
4: And he did. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sister's suicide. suicide. <laughs> um, we get more of the, the camera crew who just refuses to go into the crowd because... We got to uh, Super Crazy's back. You got that big wall. They cleared out all the kids from hanging out in the Bay's shirts, so that Super Crazy can do his spot that he does every match, and the camera doesn't catch it. hmm Um, just, this just not, not fun at all. Um, it's weird that this match ends with a rope draped bulldog, and that mm-hmm. Tajiri takes the pin. Or was it Tajiri that took the pin? Yes. Yeah. Because it happened during mm-hmm. Wild. Super crazy was jumping off of the building on top of Sal. He acted like his nose exploded. <laughs> yeah he he did land face first. Um, but I mean, it, I give this match a five. Just was there. It's more of the same.
0: Okay. So, uh, Charlie, where you at with this?
4: Uh, I had fun with it. Um,
3: th- oh
2: god! So the you fat fuck chance starts. <laughs> And Cyrus brilliantly chimes in. Oh, they're all over Molino. <laughs> uh, Mikey man, he sold this really well, yeah. that top rope stunner. Because like, I absolutely believe that you could, you know, get a stinger in a your stinger, arm exactly. from that. And Sting. it looked it looked legit. And seeing Super Crazy and Tajiri team up, I mean, that was weird. But I mean, I was like, I kind of want to see them try to work together. And yeah, Tajiri has amazing chemistry with both Super Crazy and Guido. But unfortunately, it's basically the same thing every time, just mishmashed. You know, like, all right, let's do that spinning tilt a whirl move, and I'll just fucking throw you somewhere. Um, I also made a mention of the hangman's bulldog in my notes is that's an odd way to end it but i mean it's it's fine um by the way did you know that mikey Whipwreck has a win over steve austin
3: oh
0: i like how you yeah. sold that i yeah. was thinking about to drop something did you know oh i yeah I, not only not until you just reminded
2: not me. only does he have a win over steve austin but he was the world champion when he had a win over steve austin we have to hear the shit Every single fucking time Mikey Uh Whitbreak is in a match, and it only makes Mikey look ridiculous because Steve Austin went on to become the biggest star in the history of wrestling, and Mikey Whitbreak is like getting barbecued, (laughs) like in a backstage segment with James Vandenberg. (laughs) But he mentions it twice, and I'm like, I get it. Yes, it's very impressive. my God. Steve Austin had a leg injury the entire time he was in ECW. You know, it was basically a favor from Paul Heyman. But this... this ma- I, I, I like this match. With the exception of the finish, but I can let that go.
4: I'd give this a 7.
0: Um,
1: yeah. Martin Way to get Rudy. all
0: Dennis Leary on it. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, what did you think about this?
1: I, I thought the match was great. um, Particularly Mikey's selling. But... Like everybody else has said, it's it's the same combination of people doing very very similar things. They these these particularly crazy Guido Tajiri can't seem to sort of pull away from each other. So I I could only really give it a six because it, it's fine, it's great in fact. But why would I choose to watch this encounter between them than say you know the one from like you know the prior year?
0: I had it as I had it as seven. Um, I was. I'm really happy that they got that. They actually get to retain their belts. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's yeah. cool that they they're they're not hot. They're not hot potatoing it off these guys so quickly. Because the one thing I know we've seen it a lot, but I'm just happy that Guido is like he gets to have a title finally.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's and, great to see Guido get his basically. He is you know, very throughout, throughout one of the threads throughout all of. This third season is seeing a guy like Guido, you know, become a bit of a player.
2: He is very underrated. Like, for such a small guy, I really believe he could kick somebody's ass. Oh, yeah. Like, when anytime he does those arm bar type moves, I'm like, Jesus, like, look how he's bending he that arm. Off, yeah, yeah uh, he's just a rough dude. And he keeps, he, I mean, this tag team works, but he keeps getting saddled with tag teams. Yeah. Like he I, I think he could have been mid card, maybe gone on to done something even more than that within ECW. I mean he's that good. He's a great seller too. He right. makes other guys look amazing. Right. And the same
0: thing for Tajiri. But you know, yeah. You know. They'll get some stuff later on, I guess, in their careers. Yeah. A little bit. Little bit. But um, now we're going uh we find Jasmine St. Clair in the shower. And she Ooh. encourages us to go to the website and see more pictures of her. And then the blue boy shows up, too. I wonder if we get to see pictures of him. Pre-weight <laughs> <laughs> loss or post-during?
2: Oh! oh. <laughs> yeah, she's During. sucking the
0: fat right out of him. Yeah, there you go. Up next, it's double jeopardy time. And no, it's not Ashley Judd and Tommy Lee Jones doing that. It's, it's. Let's go through these rules. We've got, well, first of all, we've got... Jerry Lynn versus Justin Incredible, as well as Steve Carino and the Sandman, happening simultaneously. Now, um, Charles, I think this falls onto you, so you get to go through this. When I put that so, on Twitter, worked out beautifully.
2: When I put that on Twitter, I was really just kind of making a joke, and that they put up WWE usually does this with the Royal Rumble, where they'll put up like that little graphics card, and it'll explain the rules, and it's very simple. ECW fails at this. Because that little graphics card they put up does not explain exactly how this works. It sucks. Yeah, it's
0: it's very simple. There's two matches
2: going on. Justin Incredible, if he pins, he can only pin Jerry Lynn, and then he can take a break if he wants, and he fights the winner of Sam and Steve Carino. It's actually one of the most clever uh, versions of a Fatal Four Way uh, I've ever heard. And as far as I know, this is the only double jeopardy type match. Uh it's like I said, the rules are simple. But they overcomplicate it by having Joey Styles, for the entire match, explain the rules. He keeps having to bring it up because he thinks we're all idiots. And maybe it's because some people are watching this on mute and just saw that graphics card. <laughs> and just, no, oh, that ain't gonna do it. <laughs> but
0: here we go. So, I, I was reading through, like, and, and is, is it is it's... The notes that Colin gave, like, it's kind of a convoluted tale about it. I mean, it's a lot of just, honestly, like, Jerry Lynn's having to fight off, like, both of these guys. And then I love, but the best part is, Colin's last one, where he's like, I have no idea why the Sandman is in the main event. He just seems to have been added for the sake of it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because there's a lot of stuff that's going around here that, like, going on during this, because you have Francine potentially turning on Just Incredible, but that doesn't happen... Um and again there's still some stuff between, you know, Don Marie and, and Steve Carino. So there's a there's a whole lot even beyond just what you just described, they have all this other crap going on around it. So um take it away, man. This matches is- Oh man. So Sandman's like five minutes late.
2: <clears throat> and uh sure. so he comes out Is it is this is this the, the motorhead version of Enter Sandman? Is that, what, or is that the next one? It's the next one. That's okay, next one. so what does he come out to for this? Oh, it's,
0: um... I don't even... It's, just, it's some ge- it's so I just generic... I generic, yeah. Yeah, just, just yeah. generic hot Um,
2: Sandman, to me, I mean, he looks hammered. And I think he was, because he takes this tremendous bump, uh, this back body drop through a table to the outside of the ring, and he gets right up. <laughs> I mean, just
0: gets right. I'm fine. I want to see Sandman versus Jason Voorhees now.
1: <laughs>
0: just Jason, Jason, Jason just pulled some ass. Like, what dude, the hell, bro? Can die. <laughs> 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 like,
2: like he just shrugs. Like, oh, all right, you know, this is like Apollo Creed and Rocky <laughs> one.
0: Voorhees picks up the knife and chops his own
2: head. <laughs> oh, I really, um, I thought this was interesting. Joey Styles. I had a, I had a flashback in my head. From one of the previous pay per views, where he uh, did a rib on Jim Ross about overusing cliches in professional wrestling, like crimson mask, yeah. which Joey Styles says that about Jerry Lynn, and he's like, he's got a, no, oh, it's a crimson mask. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a good line. It's Don't good, make fun of it. Right. Um, incredible man. This this reminds me of Stone Cold bleeding during fully loaded first blood match against Undertaker. Justin Credible's blood in this match is disgusting. Like it's really bad. It's all
0: over his chest. It gets on Jerry Lynn. I don't exactly remember what the spot was. It's a kendo stick, I think. I think Sandman. Wow. I just. I mean, because you know, when you're talking about him being hammered, I don't think he has any idea how hard he is swinging. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it sounds. And remember we the awesome story about the Musketeer and. Stuff that was another <laughs> night, same, I didn't care.
2: Um, Jerry Lynn Tombstone's just incredible, and Justin I mean, Tombstone looks pretty safe, but with Justin laying there on the ground right after, blood is just pouring out of his head and still manages to kick out. I don't know how these guys don't lose consciousness sometimes. Um, the simultaneous elimination, thought that was a little.
0: It's a very ECW thing. It's, they do this, you know, when these... I hated it. Yeah,
2: because, yeah, I mean, my thing is always, well, what if one guy kicks out and the other guy doesn't? You know, it's... ref
0: kills himself. Ref kills himself.
3: What a finish.
0: Right.
2: Um, like this match. I do. It's it's pretty fun to watch. Uh, I'd give it a seven. Nice.
0: Okay. Uh, Martin, how about you?
1: Yeah, um... Sandman being late really does fuck up the stick um, because it just starts off as a triple threat because mm-hmm. yeah, Carino has nothing to do so he kind of thinks well fuck it I better do something <laughs> rather than just sit around and that kind of ruins it because it kind of makes a mockery of the whole you know, having two matches which sounds interesting on paper to have two matches two independent matches happening at the same time It opens up a world of possibilities however as with most things the sandman ruins everything (laughs) um the match itself is actually pretty good um the simultaneous eliminations feels a bit too hokey and i know suspension of disbelief is like the entirety of wrestling but it just makes it just that little bit harder um because it would have been fun to have a dynamic where, say, Credible beat Lin early. And then you could you could play it up it's like, well, he's got this rest. He's going to have like five minutes to, to compose himself while the other two guys are going. Didn't seem to matter. The stipulation just became a bit meaningless from then on in. Um, after that, the Carino Credible match that we get, I think he's fucking great. Um, there's just something about it um, there's not a huge amount that leaps out as like amazing particular spots or anything but it's just their, their chemistry works they put together a, a believable fight um, I did like the fact that the guardrail came came back you know start the welcome back champs um, as Shane Douglas's guardrail returns the Don Marie swerve thing. Just again just too much stuff happening. Um but Carino wins. Carino gets the world title. Um I gave it a seven as well. Um because that opening you know, five minutes or so kinda of ruins it.
0: Jason, how about
4: you? Well, uh, before I get going, you guys want to play a game to guess how long it was before the intro started and the first bell rang. Prices is right rules.
1: <laughs> hmm. um, I'd go seven minutes.
4: Okay. One dollar.
0: Oh, I mean eight minutes.
4: Eight minutes, okay.
1: Well, I wouldn't know
2: because on the network where I watched it, oh. the match just, they're in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: Okay. Um well, Martin was on it because of the price is right rules. It's seven minutes and forty four seconds before the announce the entrances start, and that's not including Sandman's. Um before the entrances start and before the first bell rings. Sandman joins the fight fourteen minutes and thirty eight seconds after the entrances start. So he's oh. almost seven and a half minutes late into this stipulation match that seems to be built around all four people in the ring at once. Um, Sandman, like, I, I'm with you guys. I think he is fucking drunk because he is stumbling in the crowd. Um, there's a the part where he very clearly about loses it and in just on a stepping up from one step to the other. Um, I didn't like how, and I'm surprised, Charlie, you didn't bring this up, how the champ comes out second. He I've given up on that hurt. with ECW. Like, it's, you're, it's just second. Like, come on. Um, the... Just where Carino really gets into Sandman's face, smack tries to smack the beer out of his hand, which is great. Um, I like the call. I can't remember if it was Joey Styles or Cyrus. Sandman does something totally ridiculous. And she goes, if he was sober, he'd never, ever try that. Um, <laughs> and it's weird how Steve Carino is the last person to bleed in this match.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: As much as it's, that's what we're, you know, Carino's kind of known for. Um, at this point where pe- there's someone in the sign uh, in the crowd that has a sign that says i paid to see carino bleed um which is i was like all right that's pretty cool um carino does us a big favor though he prevents us from having the obligatory cat fight
3: yeah which I thought was pretty good you. i was like
4: i was like here it comes like nope oh what a bastard um the crowd was unhappy with that double elimination pin i don't know if they were unhappy because Sandman got eliminated, Sandman got eliminated.
0: I yeah it was a jury lingo eliminated
2: no i I don't yep. when they announced Jerry Lynn's name at the beginning, there was hardly a reaction, yeah, and since it's weird
0: but why are they still there cheering? Oh that's yeah. so
2: stupid that reminds me of Anarchy rules little well, the locker rooms out, and hey, we're about to get a new world champion like get,
4: don't do that yeah yeah, I'm it like who, who are they cheering for <laughs> you know? yeah They're just it. Because um, they can't make up their mind. And to to piggyback off what you did earlier, Charlie, did you know that Steve Carino wrestled Dusty Rhodes?
2: Uh, right. I, I think he also took his forehead because uh, it's, it's, yeah.
3: look, it's looking he, a little rough. He,
4: is, he looks like Devon.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah.
4: A bowl of kryptonite crunch, or excuse me, Confederate crunch. Yeah. Um, i I didn't like i've got where i I was confused like why they're there um and what's weird is don marie and new jack who are still at this point before don marie turns on carino are in his corner they're just standing there with their thumb up their ass they're not cheering or anything i mean like just francine jerry lynn and sandman are just banging the head like they're really really into this match um and then we get here comes don marie doing her thing and i just ecw women be tripping um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then Steve Carino gets the win, which was great. Um, I mean, I like, and which is good because we've watched this guy. I like this guy. And he's the world heavyweight champion. And Justin Credible just lays there in corpses for the entire five-minute celebration. I think he's still laying in that ring to this day. <laughs> just sprawled out. Um, like, it got really good once it got down to those two. I'm with Martin. It's not like anything that really stands out. It's just a good, solid match. Um, I give it a six.
0: Okay. Charlie, what was your rating again? Uh, seven. Seven. So it's just you. Yeah. Eight. I gave it an eight. I love this. Cool. I absolutely love this match. I thought it was great. I thought it was a perfect – I I was a great payoff. This was the kind of match Carino would have to survive to win. I think it was a great moment for him. Like, I mean, of, of all the crazy, stupid fuck finishes we've seen, especially with that weirdo referee thing with Jerry Lynn, you know, a month ago that we saw – it was good to see something. It was like, all right, he he went out there and pretty much earned it. I, some of the I, some of the other stuff is just, you know, I, I get the, some of the details, but overall, I absolutely loved it. The match of a thousand chops at the end, where they're just oh. chopping the dog shit out <laughs> of each other, is awesome.
2: Incredible looks exhausted. Yeah, after he does. That.
0: That's why I I I kind of like that he sells for a while on the ground because it's like, my God, I mean, Can't that it. Kendo shot, that whatever, however, that stick hit his face and just split it open, and then he obviously. Because I've heard, like, the reason those guys are in such, they're so okay after they get busted up is that adrenaline kicks in. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're kind of, they're good and they don't pass out for a bit. But then, like, obviously, there's a point where it comes down and then you pass out. But
2: well, how great is it to see Carino get this belt? It was awesome. Yeah. And the
0: crowd loved it. As much as they booed the, the double pin, they loved him winning even more, almost in this weird way. They, they, they got past that so quickly.
3: Mm-hmm. And I'm
0: glad because that guy deserved it. Can you Matt, Can you go back and just remember how he started, mm-hmm. and how it was just sort of like this—this this just annoying. He's like he was
2: like Stephen Richards. Yeah, yeah,
0: and yeah, that, and that dusty thing, that dusty thing, I turned him it. completely around.
2: That's why. And then the match with Jerry Lynn and Tajiri. They that match. Yeah. Holy cow! Those matches are as good.
0: much as like it's. I, I get it. Like you know, maybe they overharp the dusty thing. It's like that meant something though. Like and, and, and I the the difference, I think, like, the Mikey thing with Steve Austin happened, like, a billion years ago, it feels like.
2: They weren't even on pay-per-view when no. that match happened.
0: Nope. The Dusty thing, at least, is, like, within the last year, and it definitely had an impact in, in the the eminent scape, or scope of, um, of ECW, so... A for me. Are you? I was trying to stall to give you some time to. Oh no, I got it. You, you got them all. Okay, cool, mm-hmm. cool. So where are we at for this show?
2: We're all pretty close. I have it at a six. Martin has it at a five point six. Jason has it at a five. You have it at a five point five. Our final rating for November to uh, sorry, um, November to Remember is five point five
0: three. Cage match has it at five point four. Hey, not not too bad. God dang,
2: I ain't too shabby.
0: I like this one of you this was a mixed bag of a show (laughs) five star exactly five star so that was so we have a new world champion and we're cruising into the end of the year and the end of the company at the same time (laughs) what's going to happen first so um, uh, let's get into real quick uh, Martin tell us about how how's the book doing
1: The book is doing okay, um, because during the last weekend, you know, as of time of recording, wrestling in the Clinton years managed to hit number one in its category. Now, there are a lot of qualifiers to that, um, i.e. in the Kindle store under individual sports under wrestling. But for two days, my book was number one on Amazon.
4: Cool. Wow. That's pretty fucking Positively cool.
1: Badass. It is. There's got to be something for you know for doing free and discounted price promos, but yeah, um, I couldn't believe when I managed to see that rank in the store.
0: Yeah, and you have got a story out as well, don't you?
1: I do. I do. Um, the clerks meets li- Living Dead shorts story horror story squad ghouls. Um, is now out and it's like just I've just put it out for like ninety nine cents or ninety nine pence if you you know in the uk. It's just something I'm trying just to see if I can perhaps take my writing in a new direction. I'd love for you if you ch- checked it out, but no, pr- as with anything I do, no pressure. <laughs>
0: um, Jason, you and I talked we talked about it at the beginning of the show like uh tuning Japanese, you're gonna be come up on that again, there's not a date that's set up that's part of the questionable endeavor network. Right, that's uh, that's
4: coming up. It's just they they have a weird recording schedule. It's the summer. Um, one of them's a teacher, so he's you know using his time and think, for a lot of vacation, which is he's, he's probably earned. Um, I on the other hand will put pressure to you to buy Martin's book. Um, so you should go ahead and do it. I
1: would really love for you to, but I just don't want to come across as a bit of a dick. But yeah, kind of just buy it.
4: <laughs> what a friendly Give that man dick. that money. Yeah you got a t-shirt too don't you or is that t-shirt already expired uh,
1: no no i think there's still a few days left it was just something I, I put up um just taking one of the photos i used in one of the toy blogs um stuck it up on teespring.com slash bunny suicider um and rather than try and scam some you know some dollars off of it i just any sales um for it because i there's uh, because i bought one um, now you can just kind of buy it for the next few days. Um, any proceeds go to the American uh, Suicide Prevention um, Agency. Um, just, you know, it's just something I thought I'd do, trying to uh, try and get some karma back in the world.
0: Right. Well, pretty- I guess the referee go kill yourself didn't go over too well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh. So Martin
4: you, you're the you've turned into the Stone Cold of this podcast. I mean, you got shirts, you got, I got books,
1: I got merch. Yeah.
4: When are you gonna have your deal with and get your own IPA?
1: <laughs> yeah, that that would be weird, given that I'm teetotal. For me to have my own brand of beer. <laughs> sorry, sorry. T- te- total is like straight edge.
0: Oh, <laughs> so the, okay.
1: It's, it's, and- it's the it's the British term for straight edge. In that I don't use alcohol. I need I need prescription pills to keep my brain working and to keep my you know keep me upright, but no alcohol.
0: And Charles, you're about to wrap up season one or the first season of. Um, uh, when did that come out?
2: Yeah, yeah, Yep, Be wrapping yep. that up on Monday. Yep. So yeah, I'm very excited
0: for that. Yep. Yeah, it's and been then, fun. And then the other half of the podcast will be formed, and then it'll be one giant conglomerate and be ready to run for it. Mm-hmm. Fun thing. Cool. So, uh, you can of course find us. We are on Facebook, The New Blood Rising Podcast. We're on Twitter at New Blood Pod. Next, uh, next show is going to be episode 95 and we're going to be looking at Massacre on 34th Street our Christmas episode hey they rolled out a brand new pay-per-view too bad
2: my god what were they thinking (laughs) they have no TV deal we need
0: pay-per-views we need money we need need money But uh, they finally, we're finally going to do a paper. Have we done a paper of the Hammerstein Ballroom? No. No. This is awesome. I'm excited. Yeah.
2: Because I believe the next the four th- episodes we do are from the Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's a great venue, man.
0: Get your banners and you know I keep them there, man. So uh, so that's next episode. Massacre on Thirty Fourth Street. The um, podcast, as we says on on Twitter at New Blood Pod. I'm at William Rinkin eighty three. I'm at the Jason Kiesler. I am at CM underscore Stabs.
1: And I'm at Bunny Sui Cedar.
0: See you guys next time for Massacre on 34th Street.